I doubt Toast is showing up. Oh, wait, Toast Zero percent change. Toast sucks. He didn't respond to any message, so he's better. Guy's out. Got to find a new co-host. Thanks. I feel bad. Toast is always asking me to play Rocket League, and I literally, I haven't played video games in like four months. I haven't had the time. It's been every, every day. It's been a decision on either uh, play video games or jerk off. And I mean, you win. Oh, it wins. Oh. Wow, there he is. There's him. Him? Here? Him. Him has arrived. Hello. Is and it I, uh I believe, I believe Lou is here too, but Lou is on mute. So I can't hear if Lou is here or not. But I believe that's iPhone is the man in question. Fumped, um, are you on a roller coaster right now? <laughs> no, I have my cooler on my front on my on my papoose here. My chair on the back. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it's bothering Rob so much that it looks so beach right now. He hates. He hates this look. He hates no, it's, no. It's yes, who's off like, mute? Who's off mute? Right now. Oh, who's off mute? Who's off mute? Love to see that. Love to see that. We got the whole crew because I, I don't think we're gonna get a toast appearance. Unfortunately. Oh, the next one. Like, fucking scumbags. They're so bad. Winnie, Winnie watching the Mets from eight feet away. Yankees got the Field of Dreams game tonight. It's good stuff. I go to a Pirates after Red's wedding. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, Winnie said he was going to do that. Go to a Pirates game and then drive home. Yeah, he's uh, he's my plus one. Sick. That's sick. That's fucking sick. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Are we ready to go? Yeah. Let me just get my car. What's that? All right. Lou, while you get in your car, I'll, I'll do the intro. So, well, our only show is because he's driving to cornhole practice. Oh, right, right, right. He said he was a, he's like a pouring cornhole. cornhole. He's a pouring cornhole player now. Sick. You see what they do on ESPN and cornhole? Crazy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, good. They, they make it move. A whiff. They make it move like a whiff. It's it's sick. It's sick. Wow, knuckleball. Wow, bandit. See? Speaking of knuckleballs, we should probably start the show. This is Shut Up Stein. I'm your boy Stein coming from my place of work. I'm on a college campus right now, so I have to watch my language. Uh, so I'm going to be relying on everybody else to carry me through the general debauchery that occupies this uh, audio space. Uh, I am normally joined by my co-host, Toast, uh, but he has unfortunately abandoned the show yet again. And uh, I don't know, we may we may need to look for a new co-host. So uh, playing the role of dual co-host for me, I've got... Um, Two special guest correspondents who have been on the show many times before, Rob Longiariu and Anthony Daoria. How we doing? Many that? times before. This might be the third time. I think this is my second, and it goes by Anthony Gioria now. Anthony not Gioria. True. Not true. Wow. Bug is G. <laughs> That's tough. Wow! 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 How you doing, son? I'm doing. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wow. All right. Tell you sure. what, though, I'm very excited for next weekend. Not this coming weekend, the weekend after that, because, of course, that is the topic of discussion. And um, joining us um, in very gracious manner, giving us his time as he commutes 
uh, to his cornhole game is the man responsible for all of this, really. Uh, we're joined by Lou Levesque, who Lou, are you in your car yet? Are you there? I'm in my car. Can you hear me, fellas? Yeah, I got you. No problem. Well, um, Lou, thank you for James, coming on the James show. I'm I'm doing all right, and you know before we get to the show, I think that uh, I think I think it'd be important for me to do something that I really don't like to do, which is of course uh, apologize for the harsh words that I said so many years ago. Can you believe that that was six years ago? Six years ago, sick. Uh, Bob Bob's a six. Yeah. <laughs> they say time flies when you have I thought it was only three, but uh, for what it's worth, James, I, I miss you, man. I'm glad, I miss I'm glad you. we're connected. I, I miss you, too. You I'm thrilled to see you uh, in, what, ten days? Nine days? Eight days? Yeah. Eight days. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. yeah, we got a home run derby in eight. Home run derby in eight. I'll be there for that, tell you that much. I'll be bringing some guys. Um, that is, of course, the topic of discussion. It's been a long time since we did an episode. Um, and, uh, you know, after this episode, we'll probably have a couple of others about like the MAW championship. And of course, we'll have to do at least one more United Wiffle um, episode to follow up our format discussion there. But before all that, why don't we talk about the Open itself? And it just so happens that this year is the 20 year anniversary of the founding of the Golden Stick Wiffle Ball League. So, Lou, could you do me a favor? Could you introduce yourself to the people and explain your WIF lineage and uh, how Golden Stick came to be? Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Um, it was uh, like so many things in my life meant to be like a one-day thing, you know, whether it's uh, one trip to the new chick finger hunt, that, you know, turns into an addiction to fingers or... Uh, here I am on this broadcast driving to my first uh, my first night of cornhole league. You know, I, I can't do anything without taking it too far. And Golden Stick was just a one-day tournament with a bunch of bar buddies. And it was in 2002 in John Arch's yard, the, the front paddock of the mansion. We had 18 teams, and it was still to this day, I argue, the best day of my life. And uh, I've had two kids. I'm married to a beautiful woman. So you do the math on that. Wow, and, uh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah, it's big words, but it's still true. And they know it and they've accepted it. And it's just part of being together with me. But we uh, we ran that tournament. It was absolutely incredible. Couldn't believe what some of these guys were doing, you know. And uh, Mark Stallman and I, um, we, we got out of that tournament. And we put pen to pay for the following week. And I think two weeks later, we had $8,000 worth of T-shirts, logos, and and franchises printing. We didn't even have players to, to wear the gear yet. We just knew that we'd sell all eight franchises and Golden Stick was born. And, um, you know, so that, that, I can't believe that was 20 years ago. Um, so much has happened between now and then. So many people have come into the league, but more importantly, my life. And uh, it's going to be a big weekend next weekend. We're going to celebrate. It's going to be a really good time. And, you know, Lou, as, you, as I listen to you explain the early steps of GSWL, I'm, I think about what's happening in the Premier League Wiffle right now, which uh, is, of course, on its second season, but still in its inaugural year. And it's the same thing. It's like the eight teams and we got to get the merchandise. We got to make sure that the franchise is populated. And so it's very interesting 
for me to, to watch that happen in real time and think back on like, oh, I wonder how similar or different this was uh, from Golden Stick. But Golden Stick made it to year 20 and is now a thriving medium pitch league. We've got the New York region, which is the staple. We've got the Massachusetts region, which has been recently revived and is flourishing. We've got now the Vermont region. Is that it? The Vermont region? And I'm he- I've heard rumors tossed around of reviving the PA region. I don't know if there's anything to them. Uh, Fug um, made a face. Uh, PA, New Jersey, you know, both those areas obviously have a lot of players that still come to New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think similarly how Mass eventually branched out to New York, I wouldn't be surprised in the next year or so we can, you know, not that we want to lower our numbers in New York, but we want to obviously cater the guys who've been traveling two, three hours, mm-hmm. maybe start running some events in New Jersey and PA and possibly get those regions uh, back up and running again. I agree. That's a good point. That's a good point. And that'll be easier. This is actually one of the like little tidbit questions that I wanted to ask. It's probably going to be easier for you guys to do something like set up a tournament in New Jersey or Pennsylvania because you don't have to carry those walls as much as you used to. So when did y'all decide that as awesome as the walls were, that for the most part, they needed to be replaced by like your standard um, netting or something like that. How did that decision happen? It really happened when we just didn't have enough walls to accommodate the number of teams we were bringing in. Wow. I mean, our events in the last two years are averaging 24 to 26 teams. That's the average. And we have a high of over 30, 32 teams wow. at some events. So we're at the point where even a bad week, we're setting up 12 fields. And it wasn't mm-hmm. that the walls weren't functional or or uh, well, know, the walls are great. The walls, the walls are great. The walls are great. But we're at, we're well, actually well. at the point where we don't have them anymore. <laughs> a lot of them have yeah. passed their prime, and um, you know what we've put together has maintained, you know, a, a professional look and allowed, you know, what's what sets us aside is that any event you come to at Golden Stick, outside of maybe the open weekend, there's mm. a field for every team at all times. And mm. when you play medium pitch. The value is playing a lot of games because, you know, guys of all skill levels, all ages are coming out to these events to have fun for the most part, but also compete Um, in a fast pitch event. It's a it's a really, you know, tricky dynamic on how to balance the number of games with the competition and the event that you're holding with yard. It's more like the more, the better, um, as long as it's competitive and fair. So that's kind of what we've done here down in New York and these events, while we have, you know, a lot of field crew work to do and, and we get it done, we have a bunch of great guys. It's, um, you know, it became a necessary, uh, necessity at this point. Yeah. And, and, and I, I'd like to add a little, the, there's more of an undertow to the answer to your question, and, and I actually think decision uh, is is not applicable. In fact, I, I watch a 2020-21 video of Golden Stick, and, and I literally gotta go audio only because uh, it makes my skin crawl to some extent that we've diminished what used to be an absurd demand. And I'm trying to balance be crisp it used to be. And the fact that what's really important here is like Rob said, the guys are playing more games. The, the game itself, there's no argument. The test of time has shown that just playing with football and mm. being together with these guys is is arguably, that's the most important thing to most. So while me, I, I personally can't stand when I'm pulling you know, nylons up to our thighs anymore. Uh, I, I'm just conceding to the realities of the fact that 
you know, Rob and Anthony specifically, we got a strong core here up in Mass. They're carrying the weight now, and I'm not. So I got to be a little more diplomatic in where we set the bar. Wow. So let the, let the record show that uh, I still hope someday that we can we can revive a, 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 a cheaper, lighter, more applicable uh, inflatable unit. I mean, over. it's sick. When I tell people about them, they they're like, "What do you mean, like a bounce house?" Like, yeah, like a bounce house. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> kind of, a little bit, yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's, I will they're, say they're the best will, walls I've ever played with. They, they there will be walls at the open. I Love mean, that. At the open, we have three baseball fields that we really can't use the temp fence uh, yeah. there. Everything else uses the existing baseball fencing. So mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. should be at least nine walls there if we can muster up nine walls. Hint, hint, wink, wink, Lou. Um, I know we got a half dozen now, which may or may not function, but that's for another day. Well, it's not. Yeah. You know, th listen, they've gotten a good. All right. Hey, all right. Before we turn this into a conversation about logistics, let's talk about the format because we need to get there. So who would who would like to tackle the format description for me? What's it going to look like? I could do that for you. All right. Uh, so pretty much um, pretty straightforward event. You know, we'll have right now we're at 36 teams, hopefully trying to get to 38 or 40, but probably going to settle for 36, which is fantastic. Um, as many of you know, you know, Gold Stick is a league uh, before a tournament. So there are there is going to be a separate uh, bracket for those league teams to compete in at the start on Saturday. And the goal is to essentially win a couple of games, to try to get this express pass to making the final uh, eight and final four on Sunday. Um, everybody else, the remaining uh, 12 non-league teams and then all the league teams that lose in that bracket will drop down and play a pretty standard pool play. Um, instead of having like pool winners though, just more for scheduling. So you're gonna play into pool play, you're gonna play up to five games, and then there'll be a cut. After that cut, there'll be a double elimination under the lights. And then- Wait, how many teams are we gonna see make it to double elimination out of 36? Um, I, again, it depends on how many finalize. Uh, well, if we're at 36, let's say. I would say we're probably gonna cut to 16, which okay. is, yeah, here at 16, 20. 16. We're already top rack. Cut to and 16 and then double elimination to eight. Correct. That, so, so Stein, that double elimination is kind of like a weighted double limb. So some certain teams will get a buy through there and just need to win one game to advance. Some will um, need to win two. Okay. Right. Some will need to win two or can't lose two. Others will, will, you know, and some will also have a play in just to get to that. So they will have a do or die game before even entering that. You know, it's kind of like a strange, it's not truly a double limb. It is for some, but it's it not makes for me everybody. think of the hump game. That's what that makes me think of. You almost play that. Like, it's almost like a stepladder double limb because you have teams that are going to be far enough along that, yeah, like Rob said, they're only going to have to win that one game under the light. They'll make it to Sunday. Yeah. Um, or they'll lose, and then they'll get one more chance. So really, once you get past that playing round, if you're in it, you have two chances to make it to Sunday because um, if, you, if you lose, this is double limb. So, so the way one, and two, the, 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 you're out. Anthony. Sorry to talk over you, Anthony. The firm answer to the number of teams in the double elimination, James, is 12. Wow. Actually, yeah, 12, 12 firm teams, uh, eight of which play round one, four of which, by virtue of their mourning, have a buy in that first round of the double elimination. Okay. So they're really, for them, it's win one, move on. So um, it's a tiered system. So it's kind of like it, so there's, pool, yeah. there's pool play, and then you're going to have four teams that only need to win one game. 
And yep. then you're going to have a remaining 12 teams that need to win twice. And of those 12 teams, six of them, I think, or, or 10 of them um, are going to have to take a ladder to get into that. I see what you're so you get you get rewarded Basically, for doing well early. It's set up so that, you know, whether 0-4 going into your fifth game or, you know, 4-1, and one, everything from run diff to the record of the next game matters. And mm -hmm. uh, tiered was a great word. It really is. There, is. there is penalty and fortune for all your wins and losses across the way. Mm. Um so, you know, I think Anthony called it straightforward uh, at the head of the, the discussion. Uh, I don't know that anybody's ever assigned straightforward with anything I've done, but uh, <laughs> it is definitely once you, wrap your head, once you wrap your head more around. More linear than. Right. More linear. It's among the, the least complicated, sure. If you know anything about me, like one thing that I've always stressed when it comes to Golden Stick is the emphasis on the importance of being a league rather than a tournament circuit. And this is the first format that I've seen out of Golden Stick that really benefits league teams in terms of their initial brackets uh, and, and then that standing positioning them to be in a more successful place come double elimination. So I think that's done right. And then also you, know, you maintain the nature of the open by inviting non-league teams in and saying, hey, good fucking luck. You're gonna have to play a couple of extra games if you wanna make it deep. I think that that's fair. I also like the fact that non-league teams had to pay more. I think that league teams should be rewarded uh, for yeah, uh, for their patronage. Sure. They, they the make me go. That reminds me. I, I need so, to. I still need to pay my registration fee. Who do I send that to? Correct. <laughs> uh, Venmo is going up tonight, and also, uh, James, this is actually uh, where so many formats in the past have sort of been designed in their own year. This is actually the, the fifth consecutive year of this format. Um, the, the, two two significant changes. Uh, last year. Uh, it was expanded to a 2014 first-round bracket just because the league grew, formerly 16. Mm -hmm. um, and three years ago, uh, the winner of that league bracket that we're focused on, they were they were going to the championship, right to mm -hmm. it, right. And 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 it after uh, one year um, in existence in that way, uh, we basically made a single tweak where the winner of that bracket just went to the final four as the top seed. We did that in 2018. It's worked great since. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think that yeah. Um, as long as as long as it's positioning, you know, the the teams that did well during the regular season as having some sort of advantage over the teams that didn't do well or the teams that didn't play. And I think that this didn't format play, very yeah. much accomplishes that. Yeah. Um, yep. And and it's also I like threes right so you've got three rounds you've got the you've got the uh, pool play you've got the double elimination and then you've got the single elimination you've got the three categories of teams you've got league teams you've got non league teams you've got out of towners um, in the in the bracket itself you've got one game winners two game winners three game winners so like it's it, it seems much more organized in years past but I haven't been around in six years so it sounds like this might be the product of several years of trial and I like this, but not that. I like this, but not that. Am I am I right yeah. to assume that? Yeah, with, with the with the emphasis on no more than maybe 15 or 20 percent changes since 2017, which I think is a good 
Yeah, sure. It's been, it, like I said, a big thing, and it's a collaborative thing. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I would say the big thing about that is that the reason why our league has grown so much over the last few years is because we've had this consistency. You know, teams show up, they know what they expect, they know what kind of format we're putting out there, they know what we're offering. There's no like secrets. This is what we're doing. And when you when it's easy to explain and, and it's it's the same and it's consistent, guys want to come back. Guys aren't like overwhelmed when they're showing up. They're very much you know they understand what's going on. Here are the expectations, and we're ready to go. Sure. And and I'll I'll also say this the the emphasis that Anthony especially has put within the player base here in New York to emphasize we're a league first to really get them to understand like by supporting us in in a league style where you come back every week you pay your league fee and you don't just pick and choose when you play you allow us to do so much more with the league that we all want to come to so and also a huge thank you to all the teams who are out of town and non-league who are finding a way to still support even if it's just once a season and now it's gotten to the point where we have enough of them where we can keep them separated from the league teams for as long as possible it's almost like okay Hey, you wanna you wanna face off against the best that we have to offer? Like you gotta get through each other first for a little while. Yeah. And we'll make you guys kind of beat each other up and say, well, who's the best out of the ones who want, you know, can't make it here every week? Yeah. They don't have a region yet. Yeah. Now when they go and face one of those teams in in double elimination, now you're like, I can't wait to pick off a league team now because I was just, you know, feasting on whoever throughout the morning. Like, I want I want this team because I can't play them anymore. I haven't been here in six years, but I used to play them all the time. So I see your team getting in that situation. Like, let's ruin someone's season, and like that's, that's what cool I want to do. Talk about, but they're I not. I want to be the villain. They're not. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're not ruining it in the morning. morning. You're right. You're not. Exactly. So you're avoiding what I what I like to call the Pucci effect. Because if you remember how Pucci got his start, he showed up and just ruined everything for for 10 run rule and then they eventually picked him up um what did i cut out yeah you did Sorry, so when poochie got his start and then you yeah lost so, it. so when poochie got his start if you remember anthony and gary they just found him at a whipple up tournament ruining everybody's day mm -hmm. um and then of course they picked him up and so we want to avoid that but what we also want to avoid is um stein's team shows up and, uh, you know, Andy Lede, who is an old school fast plastic player, was playing before Golden Stick was popular. He shows up with the nastiest knock you've ever seen in your life. And he get and he hands um, Pandemic their first loss in game one. And it's like, well, you just got a bum draw after all of that league play. Now somebody who didn't pay their dues is showing up and ruining your day. That's something that is fun in a tournament. But in a league, it's fucking shitty. Do I have that right? Well, especially when it happens in the national tournament. Like, there's yep. going to be teams that are in the top 24 that, you know, I don't want to say shouldn't be there, but have a, t you know, have a tough first round matchup. So they're yep. entering pool play with a loss. Do you want to drop down and play the Lumberjacks who show up once a year? Like, that's a tough, that's a tough bid for someone. And it's happened the other years when we didn't have as many of those non-league traveling teams in. Like, we had no choice. We had to start pool play, get games going. Someone got a shitty draw. You know, someone gets a shitty draw in every bracket. There's a loophole anywhere. Whifflers are degenerates. They find their way. They'd rather complain about their opponent than go out on the field and beat them wow. so 
just covering up as many holes as you can. And if you get screwed, you get screwed down the road, but we're really trying to halt it until the rounds that matter. You lose Every that night and, against anyone, who are you to say anything at that point? Yeah, sure. And, and that's, you know, it was actually uh, our Achilles heel, you know, going back to the beginning. And it took a long time, 15 years of flopping around trying to find the hole ultimately led to the now you know five years of soak we've discovered right but like in the end it's spotting what happened to the screwballs in 2016 and 17 consecutively gaps in the way you know comeback cup points just these bullshit points in a regional in a regional playoff would completely you know change somebody's seating at nationals you wouldn't know it till you got there and then boom like like you said, they got that Stein team coming in with a nasty knuckle from Fast Plastic 1983, right? Those sour grapes at the tourney board, those tears that were actually justifiable each year, those drop in the bucket, they create the edits, it creates the improvements, and you know, you get tighter and tighter every year. And, and, and that's where we're at. And the emphasis on league that frankly, Anthony and Rob put on this, this bad boy because it was really their emphasis because they had the voice of New York in their ear that has made the open uh, so much better than than when I was in full control so uh, you know proud of where we're at LFG tight love that um uh, so yeah, so I'm at the the format description. By the way, so I don't want to forget about the all important players cup style. Oh, you- Sunday point and um yeah so in other words, all the teams that don't make this double elimination tournament on saturday on the lights they will start their players cup seeding games which is essentially a national consolation tournament the nit if you will mm. um, and then any other team that doesn't make it to sunday through the double limb will also be in that players cup with a buy uh, i assume and that's it nobody if you make sunday you do not get a chance to drop into the players cup tournament. i like that Oh, yeah, which is another thing that we've discussed over time. We've had teams drop in, and it's like, mm-hmm. ah, now we're making rules. Oh, this guy can't pitch. This guy's got a bad lefty. It's very fugazi. <laughs> so keep uh, waited now. If you don't what? make something, you're in the Players' Cup. Again, uh-huh. for a decent amount of money, playing for a national title. And, you know, I've won two. You've won one. It's a very exciting tournament. And I've won two. I won a fast pitch one with you oh, and a medium pitch one also with you. Also with you. Energy around the players' confinal. No offense to the enemy in seven four. The energy around the players' confinal was electric. It's different. Yeah, well, it's uh, different. It's different. So um, I will also say, as someone who's lost in the first round on Sunday more than once in the last five years, mm. it's fine. I don't feel cheated. You know, yeah. I, it's easier for me to say because I'm there no matter what. But even my teammates, wow. like. You know, I'm going home anyway, you know, yeah. like whatever. I get to go home earlier or now I can start drinking and because we know we're going to be here <laughs> the rest of the day. So, you know, the whole event of the weekend is really, you know, mm-hmm. so much more than just the game mm-hmm. play. And anyone who hasn't been here, they're here yet. Um, I encourage to, uh, to to check it out, if not this year, then next. And it's good to have Stein back. I can't believe I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> One question about the Players' Cup. Do the folks who are eliminated in the double elimination get seating priority over the folks who are eliminated in pool play? Do they get like a buy or like... Yes, sir. Are there call-outs? Oh, my God. Tell me there are Players' Cup call-outs. No. <laughs> not enough time. Fair. That's fine. Uh, maybe last year when we had two and a half hours to go, we could have the Players' Cup fallouts. Wow, sick. Uh, fallouts this year. Wow, wow, wow. 
Oh, we actually man. have to strike that from the record. Players' Cup callouts have not yet been officially ruled out oh, by the league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What did I just do? Love that. Yeah, league, league president has not signed off on that one. Wow. <laughs> uh, got it. The paperwork's not there yet, folks. Well, 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 well. Yeah, so I, I, it looks like it's going to be clean and tight. And as we know, from a logistic standpoint, Bob and Fogg are two of the best in the game. So uh, that's there's also a very special surprise. I don't know, Dior. Do you want to mention the special surprise? Um, is it creamy? (laughs) Um, do I know about the surprise? uh, Yeah, about a person. I have no idea what you're talking about. A person who's coming to the event that we haven't talked about today. Man, are we getting an exclusive drop? Oh, 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 oh! oh, You mean the guy (laughs) that we're flying in? Yes, that guy. Oh, that you guy. That, that guy. Texas. That guy. That big Texas Tim Dean guy. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Tim Dean. I did get That's a text right. from Coming him a few weeks ago. Stein's dollar. Stein is paying for his flight. <laughs> I got a text from uh, him yeah, a couple right, of weeks we're ago. Getting, um, we're bringing Tim Dean in to come help run the event this year. Um, last year, want to thank the, the cooks, Tim and Paul Cook. They took time out of their mm-hmm. schedule for NAW to help us run the tournament because Lou was unable to make it. And it just made us realize how much better it is to have an actual guy or guys or people running an event as opposed to playing and running it. It's hard enough as it is for Rob and I to run all these events during the year and play, um, let alone have to do the biggest event of the year. So thank you, Tim Dean, for taking time out of your schedule. Uh, And um, thank you to the league players for helping cover his flight to come out and run this event. It's going to be fantastic. And Tim Dean is one of the best officiators. Bracketeers. Uh, Bracketeers. And also just uh, rule enforcers that I've seen. Because, you know, it's one thing to make a bunch of rules, and it's another thing (laughs) to actually then enforce those rules. And something about being a manager and a player at the – wow, he's on video. There he is. Um, Check. Check. something, Something about playing and trying to run the event makes it more difficult to enforce rules. And if you've got a guy like Tim there, you can just say, stop, stop, bring me Tim. And he and he'll do it. He'll do it all day. So that's going to be exciting. Is there anything else? What about Friday? Can we talk a little bit about the Home Run Derby and the festivities on Friday? Sure. I mean, um, Anthony, you know, worked with Lanigan to put some flyers together. To mm-hmm. I mean, one, what we're we're doing a youth one as well. I, I think I'd rather talk about that first because I think that has strong potential. I, you know, we'll see. We only put it out two weeks in advance, um, but. There's a lot of kids that play ball there and they sent it out internally to all their baseball kids. So you really, we really don't, that's a huge wild card. I could totally see 50 kids showing up and they all want to hit and that'll sow the seeds for the rest of the night because now when the players mm. start showing up to, to hit at eight, eight o'clock the or kids whatever. Are there, yeah. Whoa, there's more of them than us. Like we got to put on a show and now dudes mm. are like, I got to get in. I'm in. Like, let's do this. And I'm now. In. And now we'll be there till 11 at night, you know, hitting dingers and uh, these kids will love it. Um, but I bet you these kids will be putting on a show, too. And half of them will have, uh, you know, like uh, entry level contracts for three years from now from Earl and uh, the juggernauts. <laughs> the international signing bonus. Yeah, there you go. Speaking of Tim Dean again, he's been nice enough to send us a couple of bats on his water bats and a couple of wow. screwball bats to use. For this nice. Um, and also for the adults. Um, well, not, not only will there be a cash prize, there is a beautiful, beautiful lumberjack that uh, Kevin Babbler from Babsuit Flies has made for us that just came in the mail today. Wow. Uh, posting that bat online uh, tomorrow. It is a gorgeous trophy bat uh, with the Yard League logo, Golden Stick logo, 
anniversary logo. It's sick, sick, sick. Wow. Uh, Love it. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. Yeah, and that shouts to Babs. He, he's great at doing that, at, at offering up his his uh, abilities in any way he can. Will Babs be at the event? No. That's a shame. He shows you with over Golden Stick this year, which wow. is fair. That's you tough. Know, That's tough. There, he's got that wife. You know, he's got that family. You know, it's just tough to make cross-country sure. fly multiple times in the year. So we appreciate him even coming out last year. Uh, but we appreciate him, you know, really pretty much feel like he's, he's sold the bat to almost everybody in the league this year and other leagues. So really just shout out to him for all the merchandise he's provided our players. And I mean, Anthony, how many new how many bats. new teams did we have in New York this year? You know, that came one, some, some, some all season. It was unreal. Essentially 10 or 11 new teams with about three of them being like consistent league teams showing up every week. Wow. And even That's your sick. boy who used to play in the Jersey region, Jim Cortuccio, a throwback to the PA region. Um, still has an old Golden Stick hat, embroidered Golden Stick hat from 2010. Ready to rock and was like he hadn't missed a beat. You know, oh, I'd love to see that guy. And, and it's funny, when I first saw him, I don't think I've ever met you. I've seen your email and your name in fucking lists in my, like, Google Drive for 15 years. <laughs> I'm like, I knew you exist and played wiffle ball. It's great to finally meet you and see you out here. So it's great to see, you know, former players kind of coming back. She's like, dude, this is legit. Like, we got to get in, even if it's just once in a while. Like, mm-hmm. we all both now. And mm-hmm. we without a consistent base where we don't have to worry about teams every week it allows us to have that where we're not hounding everyone to be there every week it kind of does it itself now and there's an open market forming their teams as they need they don't need us holding hands as much anymore so that's been a a big savior allow us to just run like some pretty tight events week to week and and thugs big one here on social media to keep us relevant you know we're not perfect you know we're not mlw you know we don't have that knack like like they do but you know what we have a consistent player base who knows what they're getting when they come here and spend their money properly and have an awesome day with a ball so we're going to give that next week and it's going to be sick Sick. It's it's about the goyim so we're almost out of time i think i got all the information that i was looking for lou as the official guest is there anything else you want to say or plug or reference before we get out of here? No, I, I want to give a big plug to Maker's Mark because uh, it was uh, it was Christmas Eve, <laughs> and uh, I, I listened to a little uh, Armin Van Buren with with uh, some Tito's followed by a Maker's Mark nightcap, uh, and I just I got this itch to just text you, and now months later we're uh, a week away from a reunion at the twentieth Annie. Uh, even even with man's allowed at this one, I mean, this is a celebration wow. for all <laughs> for all who ever contributed to this amazing, amazing journey. So I can't wait to see you. Uh, and and the beauty of seeing you in this context is that I won't be incarcerated shortly after. So I'm excited about that. So, so I'm you did say that was the only way. He was going to see you. He said I'm, that for about three years. So I'm, I'm counting count the days, and it'll be a good, it'll be a good time. Yeah, and then then one day, one day, we'll get that team together with you, me, and Whiff, man, and Sparky. Oof. I'm in. I'm in. What I'm a in. team! We'll call, we'll call it. We'll call it the Welcome Backs. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. All welcome right. Backs. Well, that's just about all the time we've got. I want to thank my stand-in co-hosts, Bob and Fog. Always good to have you guys on. Of course. Thanks, James, for having us on. We're excited for next week. Um, again, registration closes next uh, tomorrow at 10 o'clock. So if this 
is out there before that deadline. Let's hope we get a couple of teams. It'd be great to get to 40. Forty is a great number. That would be the biggest medium pitch tournament I think I've ever been to. So, and of course, thank you, Lou. Thank you, Lou, for coming on the show. Thank you, Lou, for everything you've done. And I'm very excited to see you, man. Yeah, me too, man. I'll see you guys out there. All right. Until All right. next time, this has been Shut Up Stein. I'll see you at the closed. Peace. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The Shut oh, Up no. Stein. Our show. We didn't say it, not once. That means we use it twice. Yeah, you get wow. double the... Double the well, well, I'm saving them for next week. I'm saving yeah. them for next week. Yeah, that, that's fair. Use them at the open. Use them at the open. Yeah, it's publicly public there. This is, you know, a little different. Privately, publicly private. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Because Lou was very worried. About Lou asked what, what kind of questions you'd ask. And, 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 nope. and then all you... I wanted to make sure is that Jimmy had, had good intentions for the show. He did. Proven that he did. Nothing he did. but. Nothing so we'll, but. Bang, we'll all bang next week and all as well. Yeah, I can't uh, wait to I about with, I don't know about Whiff Man, although he's he's generally fine unless he's losing. Yeah, um, 40, 45, right on the nose. 45, right on the nose. All right. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. fellas. Out. You know you like that.